Hey, just quickly before you listen to this podcast, if you are not one of our little ferals yet, then you need to be. We would love you to be part of our little feral family. And when you are part of our little feral family, you'll get some more juicy gossip. We've got extra podcasts and it's the price of a coffee a month. It's £3 or £3.50 a month. Guys, it's cheap as chips. You can find the link in our Instagram bios at Laura Summers Lifestyle at Becky Hayes UK or in the description of this podcast wherever you listen to it. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Laura and Becky show. So we used to be on the radio. We got the sack. So we took off to Mallorca. We thought, what the heck are we going to do? And we thought, you know what? We'll start a podcast. We are now sponsored by Prince, Family Law Solicitors, Red Brick Estate Agents, and we're in collaboration with East Midlands Airport. So today is Wednesday. And you know what Wednesday means, guys. We, we try most weeks and get an interesting guest on. And we are very excited for today's guest. It's one of our sponsors. It oh, is. So exciting. We, we wanted to get her on for so long, haven't we? Um, we have got Lisa from Prince Family Law on the show today. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Don't be nervous. It's no. so funny. Everyone that comes in before they start talking, they always go, I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah. They, all, they always want a drink. We should actually have like a little drinks table in here, maybe. Yeah, and a bit like, do you remember Alan Carr when he I did mean, the chat show and he had like the different drinks? Yes, he was like, What yeah. would you like to drink? Would you like a martini? Would you like a sex on the yeah. beach? We and should offer that. Picante. Graham Norton, he has, uh, they all have the drinks in front of them. Oh, do you know what? Maybe next, we need to incorporate that. Next time. Let's move that filing cabinet and replace, replace it with a little drinks, drinks table on wheels. Yeah. Or oh, we'll just empty it, pop some bottles in. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Gin in a tin. Perfect. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whatever you want. Yeah. Out <laughs> of interest, if we did have a drinks table here, what would you uh, go for? Yeah, what would be your tipple? In an afternoon, probably a nice <laughs> what, gin and tin. the morning? <laughs> yeah. No, but you, kind of, you, you have drinks that you think you can tolerate more. Yes. So I think afternoon would be a nice gin and tonic, uh, tankery and light fever tree tonic. Ooh. That would be my We probably can't afford to get some of those in, Lisa, but we'll get, <laughs> no. the, we'll get the cheap gin in. Fine, yeah. Okay, yeah. but we'll go Schweppes, yeah. 
<laughs> a can of bud. Oh, yeah, I love it. Kind yeah. of a super tenant, maybe. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that would be uh, probably the least effect on me in, a, okay, in an afternoon. Okay, in an afternoon. Yeah. 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 Actually, funnily enough, last week we were talking about um, <laughs> drinking on holiday, right? Yeah. Now, for me, I'm a... I'm, I like an afternoon drink on holiday. Mm. Well, yeah. let's face it, it hits midday. You think, right, what's my first drink going to be? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. it's good. bar o'clock. Yeah. It yeah. is, isn't it? And then yeah. I think you kind of get a little bit tipsy, don't you, in the afternoon to about four. Then you'll maybe go back, have a shower, get ready for tea. By the, Absolutely. You, yeah, and then yeah. tea, have a wine, and yeah. then you're done for the day, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, that's right. And then you don't get a hangover. Yeah, perfect. That's ex We're exactly the same. <laughs> 12 noon. <laughs> uh, my husband's always said, uh, beer time, yeah, beer time. Yeah, yeah, so, beer nice clock. couple of beers. Yeah. And yeah. then, like you say, just drink slowly through yeah. the afternoon, wine with your meal, and then... That's it. That's it. To yeah. bed. And then feel great next morning and yeah, start, start again. start again. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Go. No evenings out yeah. without later than what? 11, yeah. do we? 8pm. No. <laughs> We are so excited you're on the pod because obviously you were sponsoring us this season. That's right. And yep. we are excited that you are sponsoring us because we feel yes. like, and we were saying this, I think, last week on the pod, weren't we? That a lot of um, women and men as well, actually, we're saying women, but obviously a lot of women listen to this pod. Yeah. That they probably get to a stage in their life. They've been with somebody for a long time or been yeah. married for quite a while. Yeah. And they start looking around and thinking, is this it? Is this it? Yeah. Am, am yeah. I happy? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's you're absolutely right. And I think a, a classic time when that often happens is probably around about this time of year uh, because a lot of people's lives are focused around the children. Um, the children go off to university and then suddenly you just left, just the two of you. And that's when a lot of people think, actually, is this it? Is this um, it? <laughs> I, I, we've got nothing to talk about. And so... so I get quite a lot of people at that stage in their life that will come and have a chat with us. Um, a lot of people, as I say, this time of year, people have been on holidays. They've thought make or break holiday, come back from holiday and think actually break. Uh oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so after Christmas as well, isn't Christmas it? Christmas as January. well. So yeah, I think we probably, there's probably t two peak periods really. September, as I say, children. The empty nest syndrome where people are just left uh, just a couple um holidays and then after christmas a lot of people then put things off uh i think we'll just get christmas see how yeah. that goes new year's resolutions this year i'm going to sort it out um I, I it's also, either a gym membership or a divorce yeah then. absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. Both. the Maybe gym membership both. probably would be cheaper <laughs> yeah yeah but, <laughs> but, well. but more beneficial in the long term to sort uh, <laughs> your life out. It kind of happens as well, doesn't it? When you've been spending quite a lot of time with your partner, I think. So when you've yeah. been like, and, and after lockdown, I'm guessing as well, there was a lot of people after that time. Because when you're confined and spending more time than Absolutely. usual, they're not in your yeah. normal routines, yeah. you start to think, oh, I don't like this person yeah. very much. Yes. Oh, I don't like you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be married to you anymore. Yeah, lockdown, I think. When lockdown first hit, everything, well, I mean, we all, everyone the same, all working from home, and you're thinking, my gosh, what are we going to do? It's, mm. it's, you know, as gradually as it went on, a month or so in, it was like the lid coming off mm. when, as you say, people being cooped up in the same house. Um, 
because yeah it, you know it is escapism when you can go out to the office when you can go out with people from work all of a sudden when you've lost that I mean I, I remember seeing uh, one guy came to see me and he said you know what Lisa he said before lockdown I would have said we were happily married he said we loved holidays restaurants going out with friends he said all of a sudden when that went we actually realized we weren't that happy so it was that confined space of just being the two of you or the two of you and your children um and I have to say uh, and I'm sure most divorce lawyers would say the same that year following your lockdown was probably the busiest year oh, we've really? ever had oh, yeah and, and it's quite sad really yeah, um yeah. but it was I mean so question for you I feel like we're going to fire so many questions yeah, at you yeah. I do want to kind of go back to kind of the start of how we met you and because that's okay. a cute story yeah. but just yeah. one question once I got it on my mind mm. um are there more people now getting divorced than like 10 years ago? Um, Is it on I the I wouldn't up? say more people getting divorced because I think probably uh, more, not as many people get married now as they perhaps did. Good point. Um, so I think as many people, if not more, are separating. I think you can kind of go back to kind of when I started this job. I mean, God, more years than I care to remember. So <laughs> probably 20 plus years ago. Um, it was really hard for people to separate them. The benefit system was only just coming in. The child tax credits weren't uh, only just starting to come in when I first started mm. practicing. So I think women in particular just couldn't afford mm, to, to leave. leave. I, I remember representing one lady and she was desperately unhappy. And actually when we looked at it all, she just said, I can't afford to leave him. I'm going to have to stay. And I think that's what happened then. I think the introduction of the tax credit system actually gave women in particular mm. the chance to be able to get out of a happy marriage and, mm. and be able to survive. Is that why they brought it? Is that why it was brought in? Like, uh, whose idea it, was that? I suspect it probably was. I mean, you, you'd got your, I mean, I know it's the universal credit now. It used to be your child tax credit. That's you, brilliant. You, you work in tax credit. Yeah. So you, as long as you, your clients work 16 hours a week yes, they could get the it. working tax and they can get the child credit tax credits and they were actually really good yeah. benefits yeah 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 um so i think they probably the divorce rate i would think probably increased yeah. when they came in like i say i don't think i think when you look at the stats probably as many people aren't getting married now but we still deal with people mm. separating who've own houses together, people with children together. Mm. And what is um, the average length of a uh, marriage before they get divorced? <laughs> um, it's definitely shorter than... The, the definition it? of a long marriage is definitely uh, not as long as it was when I first started doing really? the job. I would say probably the definition of a long marriage now would be 10 years. Right. Which I the old 10-year itch. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't think actually is a long marriage no. personally, but that, I think, would be a definition of a long marriage What was now. it before? Uh, I think before you'd probably be looking... 20? 20 years plus, yeah, oh, yeah. Geez. And there's not, you know, that many marriages now that, that you see that get no. to that length Well, if of time. you look at, like, our sort of parents or grandparents' generation, yeah, yeah. They, they stuck it out, didn't they? They stuck it out. They and, stuck and like it I said, they couldn't afford not to yes. because there was no benefit system then. Women didn't so work. Women didn't work. So that's why, you know, so many uh, women, especially back in the time, as you say, just stuck it out. Mm. Yeah, um, no social media. That, so you couldn't see what old uh, so-and-so who you went out with at school is up to. You, know? you couldn't start absolutely. chatting to him. And, and there wasn't the opportunities for them to then meet somebody else because there yeah. weren't many divorces. I mean, my old aunt, I was 
telling you about her before we came on air. The she was she was widowed at fifty six, um, and has been on her own for mm. forty years. Um, and when I've said to her before, you know, w- would you have ever met anybody else? And she said, well, because of the war as well, they just people didn't get divorced, and there was actually not as many men because a lot of men yeah. fought in the war. So I think, as you say, going back to those generations, no, it, it, you didn't see it as much. Mm. It was rare. Yeah. You make a good point. What about when Friends Reunited kicked off? Didn't that start a load Friends of Friends Reunited, of course it did, because it was like the, the uh, light version of Facebook then, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So Everyone Friends Reunited, yeah. yeah. Meeting up with people, as you say, old boyfriends from school yeah. and things like that. Bringing back all those memories. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the school disco. Absolutely. And when you, I don't know about you, but kind of I'm on Facebook and you, when you're talking, because you've got all your friends on there uh, and people that you've been to school with, and you mm. like revert back to that age, yeah. That so you can quite see how yeah absolutely that, and and actually in the uh, I went to a school called Jordan Thorpe in Sheffield and we've got a um, Jordan Thorpe school group and they have reunions every so often and I've noticed in that group that a few people in there who uh, are paired up that were <gasps> we were all at school together and now they're. They're together. They're together. Oh, wow. Do you know so. what? That's interesting you've said that. So I had a school reunion as well. This is probably six, seven years ago. Mm. And you're right. Everyone reverts back yeah. to what yeah. they're like. Well. Yeah. People were calling me my nickname from school. I, was like, I haven't yeah. called that for years. Yeah. And there was two people, both, um, <laughs> I can say this, I think, both with their partners no. yeah yeah but they used to be together at school and they uh sidled off into a corner together <gasps> no. yeah naughty yeah, yeah. going back oh. to the school days yeah mm. right okay talking about going anyway. back there yes. this is a good point to kind of go back yes and ask you like how did you always want to do this is this something you fell into like how did you become yeah. absolutely totally fell into it really? so um when i was at school getting careers advice. I mean, I always was into music at school. I played flute and I played tenor horn, so I played in brass bands. And uh, so I always, uh, when I had careers, what are you interested in? Music, okay, do you want to be a music teacher? No, not really. Um, So I'd done my GCSEs and I, I, I must admit, I didn't particularly like school. I think it was just that I didn't find it interesting. I didn't find anything that I found really interesting. And I said to my dad, um, I want to leave school, Dad. I don't want to go back in sixth form. So he said, well, you're only leaving if you go into a job. So I wrote off to, I got the Sheffield Star then, as you did, and uh, every solicitor's had an office junior at that time that basically made the tea and uh, delivered the post and everything. So I wrote off to all these solicitors, went for an interview, got a job so I said I've got a job dad I'm start on Monday so <laughs> so that was it so I went to work at a firm called Fable and Smith at the time office junior made the tea uh did the post boxes in the morning I loved it I just obviously destined to work not not be at school I just loved it um being in the working environment even then I didn't know if I wanted to do law or but I then started uh, typing secretary um, and then um, uh, we had a new uh, partner came to work for us um, the family lawyer and I started typing for him um, and he was delegated a lot to me and I used to think mm, I actually quite like this I think I could do this job so I went to Sheffield College then and did uh, the training it was a four-year course as a legal executive um, and it was um, I still had to work at the same time um, and then I used to do two 
kind of afternoon and evening releases to uh, college. Uh, so I trained while I worked. And then I went to a firm called Taylor and Emmert. Um, and then I finished my training while I was with them. Um, and then the, the rest is history. So... And oh. you were saying to us, weren't you, if we, um, this was when we met you previously, Yeah. you said, and I think this is really interesting, because I think people always think of like lawyers and solicitors, solicitors as being really confident. Yeah. And sometimes quite yeah. scary as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. But you were saying to us that you get imposter syndrome. Yeah. Even I think, now. I think that's right. I think you, I think most as you say, you you do appear confident. Of course, you've got to appear confident because the last thing clients want when they come to see you is some gibbering wreck that <laughs> yeah. you're as nervous as, yeah. you know. And, and She's not going to sort my divorce yeah. for me. And don't get me wrong, uh, you know, I am confident in the advice I give and I'm totally confident to represent people in court. But I think if you didn't have that undertone of, am mm. I I'm a good enough? I've got, mm. you know, being slightly nervous. I think that's what gives you the edge, really. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you kind of flapping madly below you you've got you 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 can be nervous about a court hearing or whatever but you you know i'm quite happy then when i I go in and do that hearing that you you're on it and as i said that bit of nerves i think does give you the edge but i think yeah i think if i didn't have that and and i think if you didn't have that kind of imposter syndrome i sometimes think that that that's what makes you good at what you do because you're always thinking i've got to be better got to be better yeah and it, um, it gets your adrenaline going absolutely doesn't it? Like yeah, nerves yeah. are actually quite good aren't they absolutely. But I think everyone gets that everyone no matter who you are gets imposter syndrome i think that too and i think people don't show it and and yeah uh, of course you don't show it because like i say you're not going to pick somebody that you think oh, they're really nervous. i mean some people do show it and you think i myself think oh, i can tell they're really nervous yeah um but you you obviously can't show that but as you say I think nerves are good I think they keep you on the edge of what you do um you know you think I've got to do this got to be on this so you make sure you're absolutely prepared for everything um so yeah I think yeah you get imposter syndrome think how have I got here especially with kind yeah. of I've not come the traditional route I didn't go to university I didn't yeah. come out of school with grade A's or anything you know you kind of worked up and done it the hard way yeah um so how do you so obviously you're it's, a, it's full on isn't it i mean you must on. have full on days where you end your day and you're like <sighs> honestly even today knowing i had to leave work at half two today I, so i went in this morning uh, and of course we've had the bank holiday so your usual flurry of emails from three o'clock in the morning when because obviously clients think about something or they can't sleep which you can't when you're going through a difficult time so they then email me so if you so see an email that's 3 a.m you think here we go yeah <laughs> i've got a couple this morning that were sent at 3 a.m oh, this really? weekend yeah um <laughs> and obviously just outpouring of everything yes. so you're dealing with the the bank holiday things you're dealing with all the other things that have kicked off so like literally as i was leaving today and then my secretary came in and said oh i've put you in a, a telephone appointment at three o'clock i says well no i've got to be in chesterfield at half three. Oh, well i didn't realize you've got to be in show so i says well i have to do it now so that's kind of right uh, nearly half two i've gone on the phone to somebody but i know she was desperate to speak to me yeah. and i don't i didn't want to leave it till tomorrow because she was upset and just needed me to yeah. to speak oh. to her about it but yeah absolutely full on you uh i don't think there's many days where you come out of the office and you're like yeah, yeah. yeah. I can imagine yeah. need a wine at the end of the day. Say, yeah. you, I was going to say, how do you switch off then? How do you go home? Exercise, really. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Good. I, um, yeah. So I, I mean, me and David were both kind of into 
our fitness. So mm-hmm. uh, tonight I'll go home, um, go on the trust cost trainer, whatever yeah. for an hour. Yeah, go a run at yeah. night. Sometimes if I work from home in the morning, I'll go a run in the morning. Yeah, it's it would be exercise or alcohol. So <laughs> I take the <laughs> view. Yeah, so I take the view that I'll um, exercise is better for me, except at weekends I choose the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. But no, definitely that is. Uh, I'll come home some nights and I'll be, uh, you know, your mind's just yeah, can't frazzled. Yeah, yeah. Um, go in the gym for an hour, go for a run. Yeah, and then you you come out of it and you think, God, I'm so glad I did that, and yeah. you feel so much better. Oh, yeah. God, so that's yeah. definitely the uh, the wind down. Yeah, the wine, the wine, the wine down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's nice to get you on as well because we were talking before mm. and we were saying yeah. that um, it's it's actually. I mean, I remember I find it really scary going yeah. to see a divorce yeah. lawyer. Absolutely. And yeah. um, I went to see a woman. You probably know her. Mm. Actually, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, and I remember I had to take someone with me because I was so scared. And yeah. one of the main things I was really scared of is thinking that I wouldn't understand. Yeah the the jargon they were using the lingo and I would look like an idiot yeah yeah that was one of the scariest things for me totally and I never underestimate how hard it is for I always say to my clients this first the hardest thing is to come in for that first meeting yeah especially family law Uh, people are telling me or my colleagues or other family lawyers the most intimate details of their life Mm. and they've never met me before so they've got to feel comfortable great idea to take a friend I always think it's a good idea to have another pair of ears because you're a bit overwhelmed you kind of it's all a lot to take in Uh, so I think for a first interview it is a good idea to take somebody Um, but I think what you've got to do and I we do a free 30 minute interview and I must admit I don't think it's a good idea in 30 minutes to bombard somebody with legal Mm. jargon and the law because really that 30 minutes is for them to get to know me um Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Them to hopefully feel comfortable with me, um, for me to give them the basic advice or as a, uh, as agree what they should do from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think first interview wise is as as I say, I don't underestimate how difficult that is, and it's important to make people feel um, comfortable. I even think um, with how you dress because uh, mm. I, I kind of if I'm going to court. I'll wear a suit, but I think generally in the office, I try to dress 
fairly casual because yeah. I think again people have this preconceived idea that oh lawyers you know, like Kelly McBeal yeah yes. absolutely yeah. Lipstick, that red lipstick yeah. Yeah. comes yeah. yeah quite intimidating absolutely well, you, you yeah. said to us when you came in today and you're wearing like a lovely sort of like grey greeny trouser suit and a striped top and you went yeah. I look like a working Zara <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that's probably you know people wouldn't expect that like you yeah. said they expect the whole kind of like lawyer look they do. So I think it's quite yeah. nice yeah mm. I think so and I think especially I think you know, especially kind of clients my age and younger, um, they feel instantly relaxed when they see that you're relaxed as well. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it is important to get rid of the myth that we are all stuffed shirts mm. uh, and all uh, pompous and judgy. You know, uh, definitely that's not how we yeah. present to to clients we can we can confirm oh, we can. Can. this is confirm. not how she looks yeah. today yeah yeah <laughs> it's, no, it's really nice to hear you kind of say that as well because when you go in for your initial you know consultation or whatever yeah. it is you yeah. call it yeah you don't even know what you want at that stage yeah. do you absolutely your head's and a shed to, your head is a shed totally and um and i think i always say this as well do not try to come into me on a first interview and me tell you, well, do this, do this, and you're going to get this, and you're going to get this, you know, because realistically, you've got to take it one little piece at a time. And as you rightly say, often when clients come to see me, they've decided they want to separate. They may or may not have relayed that to their other half. Yeah, actually, um, that is a really good point. Yeah. Lots of people go in secretly, don't they? They go in secretly, And secret, you get really yeah. scared that yeah. like, your partner's going to mm -hmm. find out that you're yeah. going in as well. Yeah, 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 because a lot of clients, when they ring up and make the appointment... We ask them for basic details, mainly so that we can, uh, because obviously we've got solicitors all at, at different levels, so mainly so we can get people in with the right people. But a lot of people don't want to disclose hardly anything. Yeah. They're scared to death that somehow their partner is going to find out. We, we obviously never uh, send anything out until somebody specifically signs a terms of business and instructions, but obviously clients, when they make the appointment, they don't know that. Um, so yeah, a lot of people come in. I, I've seen, uh, I mean, there was one lady, I must've been seeing her for probably two years before she then did anything. Really? No way. So she used to just come in and talk to me, talk to me how bad things were, and then obviously go away and decide she couldn't bear to do anything. And gradually just over time, she kind of got stronger. Um, and then she took the plunge and did what she needed to do. Um, but sometimes it's just a case of me, you know, agreeing a way forward if they do want to take it forward, telling them what kind of things we'd have to look at. Yeah. Um, and then I, I do always urge clients after a first meeting to go away and think about it. As mm. uh, I, I don't think they should instruct straight away and go straight into it unless they've been separated for a few years and they they both yeah, they know, know they yeah. both want that but i think if it's somebody that's just separated or thinking of separating you absolutely need to be in the right headspace before you then start yeah doing anything um something you said earlier um in america yeah they um they serve the papers don't they? but you have to do it yeah. in person yeah don't they yeah we don't don't really have to do that here do we why well, do they do it like that in america <laughs> you've been served yeah because yeah. Like, i'd quite like that job i'm like right who am i serving today you yeah. i posh yeah. well, <laughs> quite like it. <laughs> we do still have to do personal service uh, sometimes. Uh, we, now the uh, I don't know if you know, but the divorce law changed 
last April. So divorces now are all no fault. Um, so you don't oh, have I did to not put, know this. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to put um, who adultery did what? or behaviour. Yeah. No reasons now. Just the, it's just now that the, the the marriage is broken down. Does that make your life easier? Um, <laughs> I suppose. In, in Why did some it change? Ways, well, uh, there was. Uh, do you ever remember there was a long running court case where she was trying to divorce her husband on the grounds of behaviour. And he kept objecting to the behaviour. He must have cross-petitioned or, or, or objected to the grounds. Um, I think the case was Owens and Owens, I think. And it just kept going on and on and on. Um, and I think that uh, the resolution, the, the body that governs family law, have been campaigning for years for no-fault divorce. Because I think behaviour... And uh, adultery petitions just raise the acrimony. So, and one someone. of you has to yeah, take the blame. Yeah, it's got to take yeah. the blame. So, yeah. I agree that kind of raised the acrimony. So, it has made our life easier in that we don't now have to take details of behaviour or plead that somebody's committed adultery. Right. Um, but Does it make it quicker, the divorce process for them? I mean, um, quicker. Not necessarily, because the introduction of the new rules mean that we issue your divorce petition now and you have then got to wait. There's what's called a cooling off period of now. Period now. So where you could kind of get a divorce and as long as everybody signed it, get it through really quickly. Now, from issuing it, um, you've got to wait a 20-week period till you can apply for your conditional order that used oh. to be a decree. So you've got like this cooling off period where they want you to kind of reflect on it and, and right. check. Um, but the point I was I was going to make about the divorces. So when we used to do behaviour petitions, if you sent it to um, the spouse and they didn't acknowledge it or return it, to be able to proceed to the next stage, you had to prove they'd been served. So we would pay our inquiry agents to go out and hand them the yeah. divorce petition. So I'll like do that. For, if you ever need anyone, yeah, I'll do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I quite so, like to do that. So. Get on your bike and yeah. start yeah. serving people. That's hey, right, there yeah. was someone famous, wasn't it? Um, Olivia Wilde. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She well, got served she on was, stage, wasn't it? Uh, someone walked up yeah. really and served stage. her on stage. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to yeah. Right. yeah. And um, I don't, you're too young to remember this, but there was always the um, EastEnders, the Dirty Den scene where he was served on Christmas Day yes, with the divorce no, I papers. Remember. Yes, I yeah. remember, yeah. Dirty yeah. Den. So, Dirty Den. Well, he wasn't very nice, was he? No, no, he deserved it. He did, yeah. yeah. He deserved yeah. to get served. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet there's so, a lot yeah, of Dirty we, Dens. Yeah, well, yeah. no comment. <laughs> so, yeah, so in certain circumstances, you do still have to personally serve right papers. it's probably less and less nowadays and, and you can get permission from the court to serve by email and things now so yeah. it's um uh, not quite as, not as prevalent as yeah. it perhaps used not to as be. dramatic no, uh, um, no a question that we need to ask you as well and we were talking yeah. about this on the pod last yeah. week yeah what is the difference between a lawyer and a solicitor because we don't know well you've got a, you've got she a lawyer for us then and no, no, it's, a good, you, it's a good question yeah. it's basically the qualification that you've got so lawyers are barristers legal executives like me and solicitors so they are all lawyers but they have all got a different qualification right. um solicitors and legal executives usually do the same job yeah barristers 
present your case in court. But right. we are all lawyers. All lawyers, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that, right. that's the difference, really. Just the, the kind of different... I mean, the, the barristers do a different set of exams to the solicitors' exams, the legal execs. Um, I mean, in our firm, we've got myself, my colleague, Carrie, Sarah and Rachel, all legal executives, all done the route that I did, the, uh, the college route as opposed to the university route. Um, so it's just the different exams that you take that give you the different title but you are all lawyers got it we were very confused about yeah. that but i'm yeah. sure there will be other people who don't know it's, a good, it's well. a good question yeah, yeah. yeah. i yeah. feel like um we're going to get a lot of questions coming mm -hmm. in from um people listening i feel like we're going to get yeah. a barrage yeah yeah are you happy to answer some if absolutely they come in? yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, when right. they come in not if it'll yeah. be a yeah. when yeah no no i'm quite happy to answer any questions and hopefully <laughs> we're going to come help. in aren't we tomorrow and look at our emails it'll be 3 a.m it will yeah. come through like 3 a.m yeah i've been thinking yeah i listened to the pod and yeah. it got me thinking about yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, it'd yeah. be really good though, wouldn't it, to get you back in and yeah. kind of like, you know, answer some questions. And we can Happy keep to it on that. as well, can't yeah. we? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. We yeah. always like, from when we started this podcast, Becky and I've always, we, we kind of base it on friendship and honesty. That's yeah. what this pod's all yeah. about really, isn't yeah. it? And we've had, we've done episodes where, you know, we've talked about my, I, I luckily I, I wasn't married but I was with him for 10 years yeah um and then obviously you got divorced and we've always kind of wanted to kind of delve deeper into it because mm -hmm. it is um and it's not is there a happy divorce is there, a, is there such um, a thing I think occasionally um there's a happy divorce I think probably the only time it, it is a happy divorce would be if a couple have been separated, maybe for a long time. Yeah. Uh, they've never dealt with the divorce. Yeah. And then they both um, say, actually, we want to deal with this now. Yeah. There's also, um, and I am actually, and this is something that can be addressed if, if somebody asks me that question. There's, there's also a, another area of law called collaborative law. Mm -hmm. I am a trained collaborative lawyer. And it um, gives you the opportunity to try and have a happy divorce mm -hmm. effectively you sign an agreement yourself with your lawyer so you'd have to they'd have to pick a collaborative lawyer as well you sign an agreement that you will not go to court um so you are committed to a process where you try and sort it um without going to court um and actually i uh, one of the ones i did we all ended up having a glass of champagne after they signed oh, they, nice. they did the deal they signed the agreement it was don't get me wrong this sticky bits yeah. because you're talking mm. about money and how you're going to divide things and it, you know you don't all sit around and just agree to everything but you yeah. basically try and sort it out mm. and if you can do that then i think that is probably the closest you would get to yeah. a, a a happy mm. divorce otherwise it's a very stressful time isn't it I, I th yeah for most people and I, i'm divorced so i know how stressful yeah. it is yeah uh, and it is a stressful time mm. i think it's quite um life defining isn't Definitely. it going through a divorce like yeah. you often say you don't yeah. it's one of like you say the most stressful it is. kind of things yeah it's because it's not a, it's not a quick thing either is it? it's lots of like back and forth and this and that and then doing that process and it takes it does yeah. take it out of you doesn't it Definitely. I think it, it, there's also the emotional side of it where you kind of feel you fail. I mean, nobody gets married thinking they're going to get divorced. So there's this emotional turmoil yourself that you battle with, that you failed at something. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, usually it's not a quick process. It, it, it can be, but if there's, you know, 
assets involved you know it is back and forth and uh, so I would be lying if I said it's not stressful we are here to try to help with that and take the stress from you I mean we take the emotion out of it so where you know my clients may be battling with what they're going through emotionally how they feel about it we are there to take that the emotion out and to say look this is you know because I see some people that say look I just want out of this I'm happy to just give him everything and, and I have mm. to sit down and say look yeah you may not feel like that in 12 months time yeah. it's your future as well mm-hmm. you know um and it's not the case uh, everybody always he's got the shirt off my back and I, I'm left with nothing that is not the case fairness mm. is the mm, yeah the, the principle really um but yeah, it's a stressful process, and I suppose yeah. that's where where we come in to try and help yeah. with that. Well, I feel like you kind of being now kind of involved with us as our sponsors, which we absolutely love. Yeah, we're it's it's kind of ideal because it does it. it we will have a lot of we have a lot of female listeners. Most of them are female. Yes. around our age. Yeah, what's the average age of someone getting divorced? By the way, I would have said probably. Um, Can we guess? Yeah, go on. I think late 30s, early 40s. I would say that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that, yeah. definitely, yeah. yeah. And I was, I got divorced at 37. Yeah. So I suppose, yeah, late 30s, early 40s, I would say. And that's exactly the times when I'm saying people's children are growing up. You yeah. know, you, you kind of, when you first get married and you, you've got your young children, your life's almost too busy to think yeah. about, what yeah. do I want? You yeah. Know. Um, so yeah, and I would say. And you change as well, don't you? So I think when totally, women get yeah. to that age, like late thirties, early forties, I feel like you go through a bit of a change, like mentally and Definitely. just with what you want in life, yeah. who you are, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, and if you don't grow together, um, because that's what happened with me and my ex-husband, I would say that we, I changed a lot. He didn't change at all, mm-hmm. um, and. Grew apart grew apart yeah yeah yes yeah. i always just say when i talk about like splitting up with someone i i th- i actually think it's fine to fall out of love with someone like yeah it's, it's not you said this to me yeah i remember yeah. you saying this i remember to me. you being really upset and being like yeah. you, you're you're allowed to fall out of love with someone yeah. but what for me it's like the kind of cheating thing or whatever it's just yeah. like that it happens doesn't it of course it does is it i sometimes think is it natural that you are with the same partner from whatever age for the whole of your life if you are then you're very lucky yeah uh, that that you feel the same all that time but really as human beings as you say it is not unnatural yeah. to fall out of love it's with somebody not, nobody it? should really beat themselves up about that no that's that's the sad thing i it think is. people do and i think well actually it's really brave to turn around and go yeah you know and but it's the, i guess it's the way you do it and how you yeah. handle it and how your partner yeah. handles it you know it's not nice yeah but it's okay it is okay and you, you may not you may still love them, but you may not be in, in love, love with, with them. them. Mm. You yeah, know, that's uh, a good that's a good point. I yeah. I think you you do have like a love for a person. You have history. Of course you, you do. When you've got children, yeah, and, of the, and they're like your family. They yeah. become like yeah, your family. Yeah, yeah. If you've been with them for a long time, yeah. But I guess you feel like. And uh, guilt, don't you? If they haven't done anything really wrong, yeah. Often, sometimes it's easier if someone has cheated or done something yeah, really yeah, black and yeah, white. You can go yeah. right, that's it. But yeah. if it is just you kind of like grown apart or you yeah. fall out of love, you almost feel a bit worse because of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I have a lot of uh, clients. I see. I think women especially that carry a lot of guilt if mm-hmm. they're the ones that have decided. Uh, and I say that, that it's especially women that will say, uh, you know, I don't he can have all that i don't want it and it's because they feel guilty yeah um 
but as you say, it's nothing to feel guilty about that you, your feelings have changed or you've fallen out of love with somebody. Usually it's over a period of time. It's it's things that you wouldn't define, he's done this, he's done that, but just gradually over a period of time. Mm-hmm. And this is when we used to do when we used to do the behaviour petitions. And I used to say to uh, my clients, um, right, well, unfortunately, we're going to have to... You haven't been apart two years, so we'll have to do a behaviour petition. Oh, I couldn't possibly... There's, there's not been any behaviour. So I said, I always used to say, well, I'm happily married and I could write a behaviour petition <laughs> about my husband. <laughs> so, and then I People used to... People are going to relate to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> Absolutely. And five or six examples. So I used to think, well, I actually could easily give five or six examples of... So, and then I used to say... And I used to say, for example, does he do this? Oh, yes. And then <laughs> oh, by yep. the time... I've done it. I've got two pages, and I think, well, actually, yeah. you've got a plethora of yeah, options yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, so funny. Um, also, just because the fact you're on this pod, actually, it organically you arrived here, didn't you? And yes. I actually love how we kind of met you. Yes. So, I mean, for a lot of our sponsors, we go out and find them, don't we? We yeah. sniff them we, out, we yeah, like yeah. hunt them down. Yeah. Yeah. But with yeah. you, we didn't. Yeah, no, no. I remember when I first laid eyes on you because I thought you yeah. were, well, I mean, Lorraine from Happy Roots, you are her mother. I am, yes. And everyone listening to this pod will know how much we love Lorraine. Yeah, yeah, and, and she loves you. Yeah, we met her oh. organically because she um, applied for a competition. She won a competition, won. Yeah. yeah. And we knew, bless Lorraine, she did some beautiful flowers for our yeah. first birthday party. That's right. And yeah. I saw a photo of Lorraine. Yeah. And I went, oh my God, look at Lorraine's friend. She's yeah. so beautiful. <laughs> and then when we met you in person, I was like, this is my mum. I was like, get out. Yes. I'll, I'll tell you that. Honestly, I'll take it. We were both, yeah, we yeah. couldn't believe it, could we? we but yeah. you look so similar. But what I love yeah. is you're a divorce lawyer. Yeah. She runs around a field yeah. of flowers. Literally complete opposite. And just weddings. We always yeah. say <laughs> she gets the. She gets the good bit, and then I get when it all goes wrong. Could we be at more opposite ends that is of the spectrum? Really good. Yeah. Good how, you, yeah. how are you both? So yeah. get Loren for the wedding. Yeah. Get you for the divorce. Well, she'd have to give uh, my business card she out, wouldn't she? Slip it in the flowers. Yeah. 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 Just in case, guys. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. ever you need it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, it has been yeah. fascinating having you. On. I mean, I feel like yeah. we could ask you a million more questions. Oh, we've got. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to get you on again. Yeah. I think yeah. It, we yeah. haven't even. Scratch the surface. We know we haven't. And also, we'll yeah. get, um, we know that we're going to get lots of questions from our listeners as well. Fine, so, we will so that's those fine. I'm quite happy to answer any questions. Yes, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, thank you so much for coming it's on. Okay, no problem. Thank you for having me. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Just quickly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, you are going to get all the juicy extra bits that we don't talk about on the normal podcast. And trust us, they're good. They are good. And no adverts. So click the link in the bio of this podcast wherever you're listening to it, or you'll find it on our Insta at The Laura and Becky Show. <laughs>